Hi listeners, stories have so much power and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Vipul and this is Vogue Tales. Hi everyone. Watching a giant glittering spear drop from the top of a tower, eating 12 grapes at midnight, or giving someone a kiss when the fireworks go off may be familiar New Year's celebration and traditions. However, the stories associated with New Year's are not as well known as their traditional counterparts. So here's a story which occurs on New Year's Eve. The Little Match Girl by Hans Christian Andersen On a freezing New Year's Eve, a poor little girl leaves home, wearing the only shoes she owns in the whole world, her mother's old slippers, which are too big for her little feet. As they are too big, they fall off her feet, and a boy runs off with one of them while the other is lost in the street. She wants to go home, but she hasn't sold any of the matches she left home with yet and knows that if she returns home without having made any money her father will beat her but she's so cold with the snow falling that she goes and crouches in the corner of a house and lights one of the matches as the flame comes to life she huddles around it and imagines a blazing fire and a hot stove cooking food then the match goes out and her dream of a warm fire goes out with it she lights another match and fancies she can smell a goose cooking over a stove as she had smelled delicious goose cooking in the houses she has passed and she sees a table laid out with food ready to be eaten but once again the match goes out and the dream disappears the little match girl lights a third match and this time she imagines herself sitting under a christmas tree in a warm house she can see and feel the warm candles decorating the tree but then the match goes out and the girl sees that the candles are only the stars up in the night sky a star falls and the little match girl recalls the idea that a star falling means someone has died and gone up to heaven she lights another match and sees her grandmother fearing that it is her grandmother who had gone to heaven and the little match girl who so longs to escape the cold pleads her grandmother to take her with her to heaven where there will be no more cold no more hunger no more suffering knowing that the grandmother will disappear when the match goes out the little match girl hastily rubbed a whole bunch of matches for she wished to hold her grandmother fast and the matches burned with such a glow that it became brighter than in the middle of the day 
grandmother had never been so large or so beautiful. She took the little girl up in their arms and both flew in the light and the joy so high. But in the corner by the house sat the little girl with red cheeks and smiling mouth frozen to death on the last evening of the old year. The New Year sun rose upon the little body that sat there with the burned matches. Passers-by found the little match girl slumped against the side of the house, dead. She wanted to warm herself, the people said. No one knew what fine things she had seen and in what glory she had gone in with her grandmother on New Year's Day. The End The unnamed girl, match seller, shoeless and bareheaded in the snow, is out on the freezing streets desperately trying to sell matches on New Year's Eve. She finally succumbs to the cold, sinking down by the wall, allowing herself to transgressively strike some matches even though they're not supposed to be for her use, only to make money, for light and warmth in her last tragic moments. But crucially, she doesn't complain. She isn't angry in her last hours as she passes brightly lit houses from which animate the mouth-watering smells of festive meals. Doesn't bang on the doors demanding food, or God forbid, lob a brick through any of the windows through which she watches happy families, oblivious to her fate. There is no talk of workers' rights or injustice. Any of this would have lost her victim points. To be a good victim, they must be passive. Her death is portrayed as beautiful too. In a dying hallucination, she sees her grandmother, the only person who had ever loved her coming to lift her to heaven in encircling arms. One might as well say that the girl died from the cold in both physical and emotional sense. She died due to the cold weather as well as the cold hearts that refused to identify her humanity. It's a poetic martyrdom. Readers are clasped gently by the heartstrings, but not guilt-tripped. In conclusion, Anderson's short tale is not only a sad holiday story reminding us to give during the season, but a reality check. We all wish for things during the holidays, but for those who have nothing, it is more of an actuality. Times may get hard, but in remembrance of this small tale, you must be grateful for what you have. That the little match girl's life on earth was so wretched as to make freezing to death preferable over continuing to live, however, is an indictment to the evils of rampant capitalism that disregards community and kindness. Today, capitalism seems to be an unavoidable way of being, a system far too big and complex to be even put into question. Many of the problems of our modern world, though, from the environmental crisis to social and economic inequalities, seem to lead back to our economic system. And being a socialist doesn't mean believing that people shouldn't be free to make choices about how to spend their income, or that they shouldn't enjoy any of the comforts that technological advancements have afforded some of us, 
Many of those advancements, by the way, owe greater thanks to public research funding than to market competition. Being a socialist can mean, instead, precisely the opposite. Empowering more individuals with personal freedom that follows from having housing, food, and healthcare guaranteed as a right. So forget the New Year's resolution of joining the gym and finishing that novel, and instead, reimagine the little match girl where all her match visions are of burning down capitalism. So that no one has to die, for others profit, the lonely death of the little match girl. On that note, see you in 2022, and bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on woketalespodcast at gmail.com or through social media at woketalespodcast on Instagram and woketalespod on Twitter. And please rate, review and like Woketales Podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media. Because whatever you do, keep dissecting and keep analyzing. <laughs>